Hey everyone, Jason here from your favorite Fakakta Comedy Funhouse programs. If you're enjoying this show, I have a feeling you're also going to enjoy the podcast Couch Pilots. Myself and the podcasting god, Blake Clayton, take a break from the grind and sit down on our favorite Davenport every week to watch and discuss some of the most odd and misunderstood television pilots of the past. There's such a treasure trove of bizarre viewing out there, and we're just the jerks to dig them up and make a show about it. Watch along with us and join in the conversation. Find us at fcfnetwork.com or rate the show and subscribe in iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. This is Bloody Bill, a.k.a. Billy Pond, out here in the wastelands of West Texas. And you're listening to the Metal Hand of God. And welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. Wait, are we recording? Uh-huh, we are. I am your host, you Wayne. Tell. I know. God damn it. It's been recording. Okay, I'm just checking. Why do you need to look at the lines? I'm your other host, Adam. <sighs> see, we'll see what happens when we get... Ah, fuck it. Anyway. Things Hi. do happen during recording. I know that. I know. I know. I know. And I'm the run guy. Rum is not here today because... I'm right here. He decided that... That was bad. He had, Actually, no. He had the storm come through up there, and he has to like pick up all the <laughs> mess. And play video games. Yeah, we'll do that, too. But you know, he's got he's to play pick all that mess up in his house. Uh, but we do have... Miss Mandy Maggot is f- back on the show somehow. Hello, guys. Well... I mean, she she just skyped down. I mean, well, I, I mean, like not, she's finally. I mean, she finally got some free time where she can where she take, wasn't. She like can take her Majesty's sweet, ass sweet love and, and come on the show. Where she wasn't 
She wasn't banging everybody with her her <laughs> new 150. What, wait, what, what, no, she's. Well, I don't even know where you're going with this. No. What's uh, you? You lost. You lost, yeah, a, you lost a lot of weight, man. I was, I was gonna, I, We're I, giving I, you compliments here. Oh yay! What yes, are you, what down are you 200 at? pounds, boys. 200 pounds. She's down. You lost. Like, you lost two me. people. Yeah. I did. <laughs> wow. You only weigh 200. No, I weigh two thirty. Because you just yelled out like you lost me, and I was like, "Well, I mean, if she lost two hundred, I'm two thirty. So if basically I would be a thirty pound man, that's not going to work. So she lost one of me. Yeah. God. But congratulations on that. That's fucking fantastic. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, a lot of hard work, but it's so worth it. Yeah. 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 Oh, we have a guest on. We do have a guest. He's not special. Not anymore, because he's been on the show so much that you can't be a special guest. You're just a guest. You're barely tolerated guest. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I actually, I caught the 200 pounds that uh, Mandy got rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I appreciate too. that. Uh, I didn't know what the package was. I opened it up. And like, Damn it. You're like, not again. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a sucker. Well, Mr. Yeah. Billy Pond is back on the show, uh, coming in to, to talk about some... Uh, some horror business. I well, hope. wait, wait. Right off the bat, right well, off, right the, off bat. the bat. So, on the last episode, we had Jeddy Crocker on. We did. Jed was on. La- no, not last episode. Last episode, we had the horror guys on. From uh-huh. the uh, really you, that you don't remember that much, huh? You're talking about a uh, Jed Dusler. Yeah, Who? Jed was on two Who episodes ago. On? Last episode, we had uh, uh, Charles Lucia from uh, oh, N- right, right, Nola right. Horror Fest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for, sorry, I forgot. Um, no, so yeah, so well, two episodes ago we had we had Jetty Crocker on. So yes. I was thinking, like, he's got a cool handle. So I was thinking, I wanted to make a suggestion to you for your social media. Mm-hmm. I think you should be at the Ponderosa. Ponderosa, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stick with Bloody Bill, probably. Uh. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't cut, know. cut him off. Cut his mouth. I don't know. I, I think Jetty Crocker's hoping, uh, I'm hoping I can get away from this, a lot of the social media, and pass it off to somebody pretty soon is what I'm hoping. <laughs> I want to get back to making some more films. Yeah, man. Um, how's that going? I know you're – you guys, we, we talked earlier in the um, the month about you hopefully finalizing things for Circus to come out. Yeah, and you know what's funny is um, we got that deal, and I even paid for it and everything, so we'll be on VOD – but uh, now we've had a couple of companies come out of the blue that are interested. And I said, well, Cass, well, you guys got like a, uh, I need to know something within three weeks or we're going to move on with, you know, doing it myself. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. we'll see what they do. Uh, um, yeah, it's just this business is such a pain in the ass. I mean, people sit, you know, think I like make this stuff up, but it's like crazy. It's like you're just sitting around and then all of a sudden an email comes and then somebody <laughs> wants a phone call. And then the next thing you know, you're back in the middle of negotiations with somebody that you passed on before. Right. right. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand when they, like, and, and I'll use uh, an example that people understand, which is big budget films. They think, oh, well, uh, oh, well, no, actually, let, let me use an example that everybody knows. Everybody's always like, it only cost Kevin Smith $67,000 to make Clerks. No, it cost them 67000 to literally make it, but there's this whole side of filmmaking that no one understands, which is distribution mm-hmm. and marketing, which costs like... A whole lot more money. Yeah. That it does. So, well, yes, it costs 67000 to make, but costs a lot more to get to you. And think about this, you guys. Let's just cross my mind the other day, and I thought it was kind of... You know, I had an epiphany and thought about this. It's like, um, the market's flooded with indie film now. Like, there's so many people making so many films, right? 
Right. What's happening is there's so many amateurs that are doing distribution companies too, and that's where it is. So I mean, you know, with all the films coming out, there's all these companies and just you know weeding through all of them and trying to find you know something legit and stuff like that that you would you know would trust working with. That that's just been a a big task. Mm -hmm. Right. It's gotta suck, man. Especially you know. I mean, being that the film, how long has the film been done? Um, well, I mean, that's, you know, I, I did the first cut that we played at a Texas Frontier weekend. That was actually, uh, two hours long. Um, <laughs> the one that you guys probably seen is probably the hour 45 one. So yeah, it had some stuff I cut, but, uh, I hired, uh, one of Tarantino's editors, um, to give me some feedback on it and, you know, tell me what he would cut and what he would change around. And, uh, that's when I technically, once I fixed what he told me, that's when I called the film done. And that was probably at, uh, I guess, probably about November of can I, uh, last can I year. point oh, out okay, something? Cool. Like, and while I understand that there's obviously a lot of talent there, you know, Tarantino's editor doesn't, uh, those movies are like two hours plus. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, well, I mean, that's why he called him. He's, he's not an economist. There, he's uh, a. <laughs> the, the last movie this guy did was, uh, I think. Uh, He's moved up to some big stuff now, but at the time he was working on uh, Bone Tomahawk. He's the editor of Bone Tomahawk. Oh, okay. Not familiar. Yeah, with he's, and, but I've noticed that he's been working on some giant, giant, giant blockbusters and stuff, so he's probably out of my range for the next one. But I've made pretty good friends with him, and he said he's interested in editing for me. So, uh, Oh, that's cool. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm ready to give that up yet, but I might have to, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's hard to, uh, to self-edit, you know, and especially – you know, you write your own stuff, and as a writer, like... You want everything you, you can know, get in there. What is it? Whedon says, you have to kill your darlings, you know? Yeah. And as a writer, like, sometimes you... And I don't know if this is how you work, but I know a lot of writers, like, you'll develop an idea based on, like, one scene or something that pops into your head. And then, like, a lot of times that scene doesn't fit into the larger story, and then you have to cut out the thing that you love most. And Yeah, I would say that, but that even goes on on the set, too, because... I'm really big about being organic. So if the movie's taking me in one direction and um, not the boy band, but, uh, you know, in one direction, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I just don't want to be, uh, I got a good bullshit filter, you know, and, and mm -hmm. I can tell when something's bad. And if I'm on set and something's not coming out right, then, you know, I'll change it and stuff like that. Now, what I will say about my own editing is I don't think a Hollywood editor could have edited Circus of the Dead because the way we shot it and stuff, it's like we were kind of learning as we went because it was my first feature. I think it would have just like totally confused them. But me being there on set and shooting everything, you know, uh, or seeing everything be shot, then I kind of knew what to look for. And a lot of things in circus are like, you know, in between good takes and stuff like that because me being there saved my ass. But uh, an editor that had nothing to do with that, and if they're trying to follow the script and edit my movie, they couldn't have, they wouldn't have been able to do it. Right. right. Which makes sense. So, so, do you feel like you're at a point as a as a director and as a writer where you you know how to shoot and like in the Hollywood fashion or or what have you? I, I think I'll improve like a uh, hundred times uh, when I do the next one for sure. Because you know now a lot of it it didn't make sense when we were shooting it, but in editing it would have made sense. I said, mm -hmm. oh, okay, this is why they do the slates here, and this is why they do this, and and even all the sound is we didn't know how to sync the sound up. I had to go in and sync it you know, individually with every shot and every clip of sound and stuff. And, and now they've got it on, you know, certain editors that just kind of put it all together for you. Wow. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, it took me like a month and a half just to sync all the sound from the 1,500 clips. Jesus. Wow. As someone who's had to edit many, many podcasts, that, that must have driven you insane. 
No, it did, but what did it do, though? It made me watch everything and then some. So when I did get into editing, you know, I kind of knew what was there and stuff like that. And there are some things I could rob from other places that helped in other parts and stuff, too. And I think that's why the movie is as good as it is, is because I kind of like polished a turd in editing. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you sit down, like, when you uh, went home, you know, you were getting ready to go to wherever you were editing at? Did you go, man, do I really want to fucking go do this today? Oh, no, yeah, that's like, I mean... When I did that, is I was working at a CBS 7, and uh, I had an edit bay there because I did, like, creative services there, you know, commercials and stuff. And I worked there for damn near 20 years. Um, and I was going in at, uh, I guess I'd go in about uh, 10 or 11 during the day, and I'd stay till, like, you know, 3 or 4 in the morning. Um, every single day I did that for, even through snowstorms. If it, like, snowed and nobody got out to go to work and all that stuff. I just carried an extra change of clothes and some uh, microwavable uh, hot pockets and stuff. And <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I just camped out and did it, and just for three months straight because I had that Texas Frightmare Weekend deadline, so I had to basically edit the movie in a month, and that's why it was such a rough cut that they got to see. You know what has to be the worst type of film to edit? It's got to be comedy, like just because. Yeah. Uh, like I can only imagine. Uh, like at least. Hmm? I'm sorry. It's got to be like. Uh, Comedy to me is like about timing, and if it's not timed right or they're not rea- right reactions and stuff in editing, and that's you hit it on the head. Is to make a good movie, you got to be a good editor because you gotta you gotta see how it feels. And people go, mm-hmm. "You mean how it looks?" I go, "No, how does it feel? How does mm-hmm. you know? Even if you look at a poster, how does it feel? Mm-hmm. You look at a scene, how does it feel? It's got to feel right, and if it doesn't feel right in my gut, I know the timing's off." Right. Yeah, I was watching. Uh, the, you ever saw that movie, The Pacifier, with Vin Diesel? It's fucking terrible. Yeah, no. <laughs> you lost me with Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh, I uh, so I was watching it, and I, I was just sitting there, and I was just thinking, you know, there's a lot of movies where like the actors and the and the crew and all that are just like, wait, what, what do you mean? Like, like we made a great movie, and like it, it's not, or it, it doesn't succeed, or whatever. But that's one of those movies where I'm watching, I'm just thinking. They, like they must have known, like they were creating a horrendous piece of shit. Like, I'm they, sure they were. They were all sitting there going, "Wow, this is the worst thing and the worst idea I've ever heard of." You know, they made a sequel to that. Did they really? There is a pacifier too, and I forget. Who's a star? I forget. It's another action star. Oh my god! I've heard of the Two Fairy too. Uh, well, Wayne's got a. I got a lighter in my hand. Lighter that he keeps setting off. Sorry. If you're wondering what that sound has been throughout the episode, folks, it's, it's me making noise <laughs> no. as usual. Well, it's better than me eating, I guess. Well, how many of uh, I know Wayne? You saw Circus. How many of the other guys there? And, and uh, Mandy, I don't, I don't think you've seen it yet, have you? No, because I'm a, actually I live up north, so yeah. I don't get down that way very often. I saw the stork thing. Well, that's like okay. We'll even take the stork as like um. The comedy part in that was like the end of it, you know, where she drops right. the key. Like she's yeah. like talking about, you know, you know, I'll never basically screw up again because Jesus had my back and then she dropped the key and the thing. It's like <laughs> that's like the whole comedy thing is it's kind of about timing and stuff. And then circus is like the uh, clown penis is yeah. it keeps building up and you don't know. And then at the very end of the movie, it gives you a reveal and it's timed so perfectly, it just makes you, you know, makes That's you kind of sit out loud, you know. Yeah. How, uh, how temperamental is is putting comedy in a horror film? Because I figure, like, there's certain movies like uh, like Army of Darkness. Yeah. Uh, even though there's strictly comedy on that one. Right, but mm-hmm. those movies denigrated from from being a horror film to being kind of, you know, 
And but they'll like there's horror certainly horror in Army of Darkness. Oh yeah, it's, but it's not scary. It's got a lot of schlock to it, you know, like silly. But kinda... I'm saying like the reason it's not scary is primarily because there's such a humor bent to it, and I feel like that's like if you look at uh, Poltergeist, not what well, not Poltergeist. What's the one? The Exorcist. Exorcist. Right, 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 right. Like I always tell you, like I laughed hysterically at that film, and but once you. Add in like, and it's it's not like there's that many parts of the movie that are hysterical, right, but right. the ones that are are cryingly funny, and I can't really take the rest of the movie yeah. seriously. Well, I mean, it's kind of like with um, uh, what was it? We went to go see uh, American Psycho in the theater. Now I love that movie; it's one of my favorite movies. Um, but what's funny part was we were sitting, me and a friend of mine were sitting in the back of the the theater watching this and it was a packed fucking theater and there's a scene where christian bale is chasing this hooker he's naked is this real life yeah and he's chasing this hooker with a chainsaw definitely real. um Mm -hmm. she starts running down this fucking staircase and he's standing above it and he's circling like he's kind of got the chainsaw running and he's following her with the chainsaw like moving around where he's following her and he lets it go so by the time she's at the bottom of the stairs, the chainsaw flips around and hits her in the head and kills her. But once he <laughs> once he kills her, he goes, ha! He starts screaming like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, me and my buddy just fucking died. Just broke out laughing. Loud as could be, the entire <laughs> fucking audience turned around and looked at us like we were fucking crazy. But, I mean, it's not... Not everybody's going to find that scene funny, but it was just hysterical. Yeah. Well, my 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 point. Well, there's my a question, good healthy sense of humor he went to. Right. I don't know if that's healthy, but uh, my point, my <laughs> question is like, as as a filmmaker, when you're making these movies, like, do you, uh, is there any uh, decision making when it comes to adding humor into them? Um, you know, that's like that might be one of the best questions ever asked as far as Circus of Dead is, and I've got a lot of questions asked because I, I think that you hit the nail on the head as that's what makes Circus of the Dead so different from everything else out there, and that's what's making it so successful because it is the most dark, wrong thing you'll be watching, right? But then you find yourself laughing at it and feeling for these monsters because the movie's got heart. Um, when we when I approached the comedy, is like I knew it was in the script, but there's a lot of stuff that I thought would be good and it wasn't good. So when we're on set and it didn't come off too good, I just kind of left it off and changed it on the fly. But some of the stuff was actually even, you know, like when he's making out with that guy's wife's head, um, <laughs> like that, that shouldn't have been funny, but it's one of those when, you know, when I've, I've taken it to, you know, I guess 25 festivals and stuff. And every time I sit down and watch it with people and, you know, I sit in the back or something like that, cause I like to watch everybody's reactions and, uh, man, they go crazy over some of that stuff. So I, I think that's what captured its charm. I don't mm-hmm. think there was humor in the script. But I don't think until I had the actors come in and they actually pulled it off the right way and I kind of let it be organic. So it was kind of just like a, I would just say maybe a, a humor accident on some of that stuff. Well, That's I cool. mean, one of the central tenets of humor is um, uh, sort of, uh, I'll, I'll phrase it as sleight of hand. Uh-huh. Like the the unexpected. Uh, my, my One of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time is uh, uh, Garden State. Okay. And most of the humor in that movie isn't like bits. It's just something comes out of nowhere and you're not expecting it. And if to to relate it more to horror, that's what's funny about Exorcist. Isn't it's the absurdity of this little girl 
shoving a cross into her vagina yelling fuck my pussy fuck my pussy <laughs> yeah. right right that is absolutely hysterical from a certain point of view but it's not a bit it's not like the filmmakers were sitting around like this is gonna be so fucking awesome she's gonna she's <laughs> fucking 12 they, years they old she's like yeah fuck my pussy fuck my pussy but when I was funny. a kid and saw that, you know that that stuff changes your life, man. That's like scary ass shit. When I was young, oh yeah, dude. I saw the yeah, that girl was, wanting you to fuck her I pussy. Didn't laugh when I was young, I laugh now. But, yeah, yeah. But when when you're yeah. when you're young watching that movie, that that'll yeah, fuck that, you like, up. I like, man, I was scared and everything. Um, so I, I I just think it's a. Uh, I do it on purpose. I, I was always into martial arts when I was younger, and uh, I always think of like the I always call it the dragon technique, where you know you you kind of. I'll, is that's what I do in my haunted houses too? Is I'm going to fool you and get your attention one place, and then all of a sudden something's going to happen somewhere else. And I mm-hmm. try to do that in the movies too. Is is I'll start setting you up one place and then kind of pull the rug out from under you somewhere else just to nice. kind of get that reaction. So I think I totally hear what you're saying, and and I didn't ever put any mu- or put much thought to how I did it, but I think you're totally right. I think it is kind of uh, set up for the surprise, so right. it kind of makes a lot of sense. Yeah, awesome. No, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's not something that's discussed often, but there, there is a lot of. And a, if you pay attention to a lot of what I say, it's not really that I'm saying anything funny. It's just <laughs> not. It's not what you expect people to say, given a situation. Right. It's not like you're talking to just bring up Kevin Sorbo for no reason. You know, that's <laughs> he is, fucking he is funny. He's a beautiful man. He is. he is a beautiful man, and I would like to see him and uh, Ivan Drago fight. Yeah, if you ever see him at conventions, <laughs> for some reason he brings along this. This uh, film reel uh, with clips of every chick he made out with on Hercules, and he'll just sit there and yeah. play uh, Tom Jones's. Uh, is it not unusual? No, I think it's like your extra. The one that Prince covered, like oh, Kiss. Yeah, yeah. is that what it's called? Yeah. I, I extra mean, time in your yeah Kiss. And he'll just sit there and watch himself like making that? out good, with right? all the yeah. Bravo! It was very good. You should you should sing it at some point. I, I should do that. I should do Billy, that on stage with Billy. Would, band. would you guys play and let me sing Kiss with y'all? Yeah, with the Jimi Hendrix, my Jimi Hendrix band or my uh, Van Halen band. Either one. What, 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 what trouble? Hendrix, you fuck Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> Van Hagar. Are, are you are you guys playing any anywhere or? Have no, y'all, um, have y'all been doing anything? Stuff's kind of shut things down. We haven't even practiced in a while. I kind of just sit and play with myself now. So yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know, yeah. Don't don't laugh. Don't don't laugh, Mandy. No, it's kind of been fun. I've just been basically. Uh, Van Halen got me started in guitar when I was a kid, and um, I've just kind of been practicing up on those songs by myself and stuff. I still see my bandmates and all that kind of stuff. We just haven't had a legitimate practice yet. But uh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, actually, actually, I'm starting up practice again this Sunday, so that'll be interesting. Woo! Yeah, first time of sang in a band, and that was a really weird year woo for me. I don't know. That was it. Was it was kind of like a little horse and I'm everything. I think congest- I'm still a little <laughs> congested. Woo! There we go. There you go, Rick Flair. Put a little Rick Flair in it. There you go. I need to go back and listen to the uh, Jed Dusler podcast because you know what's uh, interesting about Jed is. Uh, his Everything. character lived from Dollboy and actually started off Circus of the Dead. Right. So, yeah. yeah, he's been in both of my movies. Right. We 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 you know we talked a little bit about that Brandon the asshole. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was telling him it would be far more interesting if in every movie he did he played a character named Brandon. Just <laughs> just get it rolling yeah. through all of them. Forever. But he already ruined it. Come from is a. It's like a. It seems like Josh and Brandon's are, in my life anyway has always been kind of assholes. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that, that's dick. I feel that way about Wayne. That's thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> that's some dick well, I've names. Got a couple of them that I've met since then has kind of broken that. But uh, at the time when I was writing Dollboy, that's where that come up. But uh, we had that uh, audition for Dollboy, and I posted it and all that stuff. And I think like, and I ain't even shitting you. So for the Dollboy audition, we had like maybe twelve people come audition. And for Circus of the Dead, we had like six hundred something come out. To Jesus Christ! Wow, that's amazing. Well, when are you going to come film something in New Orleans? We'll help well, you. They got good tax breaks there, and I'd like to. Um, uh, but yeah. for me to be as good at what I do is I, I got to kind of like here I can shut down streets. I know what like if I something goes okay, I need a cellar. I know where a cellar's at. Okay, I need a uh, you know an elevator. I know where elevators at. So it's like my means of doing things are good here. I, I hope to start. I wrote a script recently, a western that starts off in New Orleans, cool. and ends up in West Texas. Nice. So. Hey yeah, man, that, look, I'd like to do that for that. Would be pretty cool. Look, man, you, you you know we can do what we can over here. You know, we actually have a, f- a friend who made a, a western yeah. based on a script from when he was eight years old. Oh wow! Called yeah, the, targeted. The movie's targeted. Yeah, you should check oh, it out. Nobody knows about this one yet, but this one's called uh, Cowboys from Hell. Oh, oh. yeah, a little Pantera yeah. Uh, reference. Yeah, right. yeah, I like that. I like that. Yep. I could be in that movie. You could. You could. You could be a cowboy. Mm-hmm. I. I could be from hell. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway. That's really cool, Bill. Uh, you uh, got any other plans coming up? or? Um, the, we wrote the Mr. Fister script, and it looks really good, too, but I can't. I got to try to talk my money man into that one. And since we haven't made anything from Circus yet, they're not willing to uh, <laughs> do anything. Right. Yet. So right. that's why we're trying to get the Circus sold. But uh, i just been writing a bunch of scripts and stuff, so I got so cool. Circus 2 done, Mr. Fister. Uh, doll boy and this cowboys from hell. When Damn, you, man. When you were asking them for money, did you try putting on tight pants? Yeah, they would. Let's just say, look at this bulge. You well, know, you know you what's want funny? Though, like Circus of the Dead's okay because of the title, see? Because they haven't they haven't seen it. But just because this is called Mister Fister, but what I keep thinking is I ought to do like they did on Empire Strikes Back, because I'll just change it to Pink Harvest. Yeah, and they won't know what I'm filming. Yeah, that's so, true. You know, just to surprise them and change the title at the last minute. Yeah, there right. you go. Yeah. All about strategy. You could you could use uh, the title of the movie that I'm planning to make eventually. Crouching vagina, hidden penis. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you, you know what? I dare say there's probably a porn out there called that. Most likely, probably. I'll, I'll sue them for intellectual property theft. <laughs> Man, yeah, because last time no, we talked wait, to I'm you. No, I'm sorry. No, no, that's not the. It's it's crouching vagina, hidden dingaling. That's oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whichever. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Uh, last time we talked to you, man, um, you didn't have anything set up yet. That's awesome. You've been fucking working hard. Yeah, well, I mean, it'll it'll change and all that kind of stuff. I've just been riding like crazy is all I've been doing. So. <laughs> and um, you guys are going to be at Frightmare. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all. They haven't told me I wasn't, you know, because I sent in for the table. I haven't heard uh, back yet, but I think everything's good to go. Awesome. I'm going to be there. I don't know if Adam is this year. And we will have we will have product selling there too this year. So. I, I know, and I expect one. I'm going to be there with my money, ready to buy one. I need that movie. And I'm going to try to do some special um, slip covers for just Frightmare Weekend. Oh, that's oh, fucking really? cool. Yeah. How badass! I'll and try if, to be if there. They, if they aren't picked up there, I'm not going to like. Cause see, that's what happens to me is I got so many friends that like. I did this uh, charity uh, uh, T-shirt sale. Yeah. And, after it was over, I had a couple left, but uh, I put them up to try to sell them and raise some more money. It's like I'm too nice, and I give most of them away, and I think I gave away 22 of them and, like, sold three. Uh, so, yeah. wait. So, like, you, you tried to sell T-shirts you bought at Salvation Army? No. <laughs> they're, actually, uh, 
They're actually the the cool ones that I weren't I wasn't supposed to print up were the uh, the the Dawn of the Dead kind of yeah off ones. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Yeah, I really wanted one of those fucking things, man. But uh, at the time, I was going through all that stuff, so I didn't have a chance to buy one or anything like that. But well, you, did, you didn't wrap me and hound me for a free one, so that was cool. Of you. No, I would never do that, dude. I would never <laughs> like, hey, hey, Bill, uh, I know these are for I for a charity. No, man, I just feel you know I met I made so many friends doing this, you know, over the past five or six years, and. Uh, I think it'll pay off. That's what I said is when a movie comes out and it's on VOD, I'm just going to say, hey, I've done a lot of favors for a lot of you guys. I've been a really nice person. Now go rip my fucking movie. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. I'm excited to see it. I got to see the trailers and everything like that. I'm I'm stoked to see it. Are you, you never forget your first time watching Circus of the Dead. No. <laughs> you won't. Are you going to be able to see it or are you going to be in Denmark? I'll watch it over there if I have to. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing that. We're doing international on it too, so oh, that's, uh, that's cool. Come, come a tad later, but all the English speaking places. So if they got English speaking in Denmark, we'll be doing it there too. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, the first thing it's looking like is iTunes, uh, Google Play, and uh, Amazon. That's awesome. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, 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 be the gotta, first that's what you have to have, really. Yeah, definitely. No, I'm seriously really stoked about it. So it's I'm, great. <laughs> I'd like the company to come in and take us because I'd feel more legit as a filmmaker. But, uh, you know, that's a weird thing is like, you know, people go, you know, I had some other people, this reviewer that's always dogging my shit and stuff. And he is saying, he goes, yeah, I heard y'all didn't get any offers or any distribution. It's like, yeah, that's not how it worked. You know, I turned down eight people, um, eight, eight companies, legitimate companies and stuff. But they would send, you know, really wacky contracts to all kinds of stuff to even like last minute things, you know, breaking down. But I'm just oh. not. I'm not going to sign. It's not even more about money. Is like, is why would I give it to a company that can't promote it better than what I could? I mean, the whole point of going with the company is they need a big net so that way they right. can kiss it out further. And if my net's bigger than their net, then right. I don't. I don't right. see the point of going with them. Right. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to name names, but we have a friend who um, who makes a comic who was made an offer, I guess about a year ago, and uh, it was this company that wanted to. Uh, essentially, like what it turned out was the guy wanted to buy his his property. Yeah, like, his intellectual property. Um, his book and uh, like he he was really excited because it was like, oh, someone's showing faith to yeah, me. Like this yeah. guy's this guy's telling me he wants to publish my book, and no, he's not a big company, but somebody's showing someone faith to me and it allowed me to make more issues and blah 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 blah. But you know, when you look into it, it's like it was supposed to be he was uh, he was supposed to be optioning like the rights to the book, you know, and helping him print copies and all that. But the contract that the guy sent over is like, I own you, I own your property, I own all the movie rights. You're basically this. fucked. This and, is mine. And there wasn't even any like monetary value. And he was kind of torn because he was like, well, you know, I mean, I wanted to get out to people and. And the thing is, like, it's really easy. And and he's he's not a stupid guy. Like, he's a very very smart. He listens to the show, uh, and uh, you know, which tells you he's very smart because he listens to the show. <laughs> uh, but it, there is a thing where, like, finally someone's showing you showing faith in your abilities. And the problem is, that there's all kinds of like like people out there that are just looking to take advantage of that fact. And it doesn't mean that that you're not good. It just means. You're new, and they're hoping. And it's time to rape you. Yep. I, and I, I hear that story all the time. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys a heads up too. Is it sounds like I'm in a big thunderstorm right now. So if uh, y'all lose me, uh, I'll be back as quick as I can. No, no uh, problem, no problem. But, uh, 
I was going to say, uh, Rusty Edwards, Mr. Blister, um, mm-hmm. has actually made a comic book, and uh, he's going through that now, and uh, that's what he was talking about, too, but he's learned a lot from my stories, too. Um, but where I was fortunate is I work for, like, a billion-dollar company that has nothing to do with movies, but I've kind of worked my butt off for them, so they've always taken care of me, so that's why they did the movie for me as a favor for me. Oh, that's uh, really nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I said is is whenever those deals come to me and I'm all excited, I go, I can't believe somebody's interested in the movie. And they go, oh, this is a joke. Cross them off. I go, are you yeah. sure? And they go, cross them off. So because, you know, they've made, you know, billion dollar deals and stuff. They don't they don't flinch at this stuff like I do. You know, it's my life. But to them, it's just a business deal. Right, mm-hmm. right. But at the same time, you know, we have another friend uh, who I will name, Tim Laddie, who he was also offered by an option by somebody he never heard of in uh, all of his success comes from the fact that he did go with them, but he didn't know. Like it was, it was him taking a risk, and you know, thankfully the contract didn't mean signed away over everything. Yeah. But you never know. Like you shouldn't just ignore every offer because it's not you know 20th Century Fox or 21st Century Fox, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 18th Century. But at the same time, like you just have to be very careful, especially when it comes to contracts. Like if you don't, if you don't speak legal. Find, yeah, yourself, find yourself a friend who does. Yeah. We have an entertainment attorney who goes over that too. Um, but you, you, you said it right there. Is is what you do? Is what I did is when these distribution companies come to me, is I looked at their content, and then I reached out to. I tried to do six to twelve directors who was actually with that company with their movies and asked them how their experience was with this with said companies. Mm-hmm. And that's that told me everything I needed to know on most of those companies. So right, right. yeah. Because they've already experienced it. And they said, yeah, they said, take your stuff and run away as fast as you can. Or we got <laughs> ongoing lawsuit with them and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, as soon as somebody says, yeah, dude, look, um, I'm in a lawsuit with them. I can't really talk about them right now. Yeah, you know it's bad. Yeah, exactly. I went to high school with them. He has a tiny dick, whatever <laughs> How do you know he's got a tiny dick? I went to high school with him. I got you, I got you. What, you never had to change the law? Um, what? What about a light bulb? So you never had to change in a locker room? No, I I never did uh, have that experience where. Uh, no, I mean I changed in a locker room, but I was never a guy that got naked in the middle of the fucking locker room. Yeah, see, when I went through school, we didn't have to deal with any of that shit, so I'm okay with this. What you never been naked in high school? Fuck no. You haven't lived. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Bill, have you been naked in high school? Yes, I got a good story about that, too, as I was playing uh, freshman football, and my uh, grandmother, who's not around anymore, but I remember it, uh, she come up there one day, and I was already dressed, but all the, you know, I went to mostly, uh, predominantly black school, and yeah, that made you feel bad enough, you know, as a <laughs> high school kid, but uh, anyway, uh, she was, uh, Bill, she Bill we're, we're from New Orleans, <laughs> we, we all went to, we, we all went to probably black school, at, too. at some point or another, yes, <laughs> but she come in there, and she said, uh, as loud as she could, you know, because she called me. She said, uh, hey, Hot Rod, you ready? And I was like, yeah, yes, ma'am. So it's like everybody was like, you know, for then on through whole high school, you know, everybody called me Hot Rod. So that's kind of embarrassing. But she didn't even see the naked kids because she's a grandma. She doesn't pay attention to that kind of stuff. <laughs> hey, so, Hot Rod. Hot Rod, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't, think, I don't think I've ever had an embarrassing story like that. I, I got suspended for, uh, for um, holding up a free peewee sign in gym class. <laughs> Uh, when when Pee Wee Herman got caught <laughs> masturbating in the theater, me and one of my friends decided it was going to be funny. So we stood up in the bleachers with a free Pee Wee sign, and we were chanting free Pee Wee. 
So they suspended us. Because <laughs> it's seriously. Yeah, because the bottom at uh, the bottom of it says masturbation wasn't a crime, and oh, we go. we got in trouble for it. So it's not a crime if you think about it. It really not. isn't. No. no, it it actually is in a lot of states. But what I mean, <laughs> but I mean, you know, so it's so it's oral sex is here. Well, so is anal sex. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. I'm, I always find you guys those laws are a interesting. State, man. Mm-hmm. Listen uh, to her. I mean, Listen to her. You guys are in a prude state. Wait, 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 wait. She lives in a state with like four I'm people. I'm sorry. Did you? Are you suggesting that you do anal? No. <laughs> uh, who's, who's the prude yeah. now? Yeah. Even I've taken a finger do up you? the ass. Uh, he just said it. You heard him right here. He just took a finger up the ass. Not from me. I I think we covered that on a previous. We we have yeah, we have episodes. Um, Bill. Anyway. Yeah, well, let's go back to me and my grandma again. And then, uh, no, just <laughs> <laughs> you went from hot rod to hot anal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I sent the guys a video today. Yeah. I, I, I sent it to Bill and I sent it to Adam. I, I didn't get a chance to send it to you, Mandy, but you can chime in on this. You, you, it's, a, it's a pretty interesting thing. There was this girl... Who she weighs seven hundred pounds, and she her goal in life is to be the fattest woman in the world. Um, I think I've heard about her. Do me a favor, say it. Say how much she weighs again. Seven hundred pounds. Woo! There you go. Um, and in the video, she says she wants to make it to a thousand pounds, and she wants to be immobile. She, she wants to be immobile. That's the goal? That's the goal in life. Now, she does have a boyfriend who is definitely an enabler. <laughs> He's sitting there with a funnel, pouring down chopped up uh, pastries and shit down uh, her okay, throat. Okay, so this is a, that, this is a weird coincidence. Because oh, I boy. saw a video, uh, apparently, of this girl... That I posted in Dude League before really? you sent me that. Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that. No, they, like because there's there was like they referred to her as a gainer. Yeah, which, I think so. I think that's what it was. I assume just meant she liked to gain weight. I, I I don't know the specifics of what what being a gainer is other than getting fatter. But yeah, I but, don't know either. But uh, she was posting videos of her in like a weird like knockoff Wonder Woman outfit. And uh, but I did see the video of him with the funnel pouring like whipped cream and milk down her. Throat. Yeah, like like she he says she makes these he makes these special shakes for her, which are like pop tarts, ice cream. Um, I, what kills me is he says I give what was it? I give her like two percent milk. Why not give her the fucking whole oh, milk, babe. man? What the fuck? Yeah. My my favorite part. I don't know if it happened in the video you saw, but the video I saw at one point she goes like my stomach hurts, and I was like no shit, cunt. I think she did. I think she said that in this one too. Like, what? Like, what do you like? Do you understand physics? Like, do you understand how your body morphs? I mean, it was just—it's just a strange thing, you know. I mean, I—I've never heard of someone wanting. I mean, you know, I've heard of people being anorexic and wanting to lose so much weight that they—they're—they're skinny and make themselves sick. Right. But I've never heard of someone that wanted to be a thousand pounds and immobile. Of like weird, like. Uh, fetishes and stuff that people have. Oh, it's it's it gets better. It gets better in the video because she says she wants to be immobile so she can take up an entire couch. Oh and my god! Wait and sit there and have people worship her like a queen because back then in the Egyptian times is when they worshipped fat people, and that's what she wants. And the well, boyfriend is like <laughs> sitting there feeding her all this shit, going, 
I believe in you. Two, I believe in two, you. Two things. Number one, uh, I don't think that happened in ancient Egypt because people <laughs> fucking started. They were starving. Have, have you seen black people in Africa? Wait, first of all, have uh, you seen in the hieroglyphics? Did they have a giant fat one on there? I've never seen that. <laughs> no. I don't They're all like Secondly, stick people. There, there was a period, I believe it was during the Renaissance, but it was some, sometime around then. They're like thick girls. Yeah, but there was a. Re- it wasn't because people actually liked fat people. It was because when a girl was fat, that meant that she was rich. They weren't really drawn to their physical attractiveness because I don't. I, that obviously changes a little bit throughout history, but yeah. but biologically, which I'll I'll get to a second something weird that I heard. Um, <laughs> but biologically, as men were drawn to certain aspects that don't really change. Right. Um, the reason that a big Regina ass is one. The reason a, a big ass is attractive is because it means she's got birthing hips. Like that's yeah. that's, that's an instinct. You know, birth you. Um, the reason breasts are or large breasts are attractive is because, uh, among other things, uh, <laughs> because like well, most of us were breastfed. Like that, those are biological instincts. That doesn't change much. So yeah, like they weren't they weren't so much attracted to the obesity as they were to the money. But uh, I, I mean, dude, uh, Billy, you've watched the. Did you watch the whole video, or did you watch some no, of it? Not the whole video, because I was at work, and I didn't. I, that's all I could think is my boss is going to come in and see me watching. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then you'd have I to like pull your pants though, up. Uh, is uh, one of my friends works at a, a really nice. Uh, I guess you call it an old folks' home, right? Like better words, retirement. Uh, but, retirement. You know, he, home. he tells me he's go, Billy. I never see any fat people up there. So it's like just for health health reasons, you know, you shouldn't because there's not very many fat old people. You're right. right. It's right. not. Well, it's because I mean, they don't live long enough. They don't live long enough. That's right. Yeah. So it's about your health. So that's why I feel sorry for that girl. Is like, And this is coming from my fat ass too, as I know, but it's always <laughs> a constant you know, reminder is I got to do that before I have a heart attack or something. Well, look, oh, man, all, of the, like, all the guys on the show are definitely overweight. Like we are all overweight. Well, no, Kyle. No, I meant like right now, like the three of us. Oh, you know, we're, okay. and and I'm not I'm not fat shaming or oh. what the Uh-oh. hell? Are you all right? Hold on a second. I'm sorry about that. Somebody's getting arrested. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. every time Mandy's on the show and she's out in a car somewhere, like something weird <laughs> well, happens. That's where I get the best reception. I'm sorry. Some weird shit happens. Anyway, oh, well, the fire department's out. Oh, so. that means her house is on fire. Um, not. <laughs> But yeah, like I said, I'm not fat shaming or being anything like that. But well, first of all, don't use dumb terms. You know what I mean. I mean, people understand it by saying Look, that. The, all this fucking cunty feminist, like, no, big is beautiful. Like, you should be proud of your fat ass. No, you shouldn't. Like, we're overweight. We're gonna die younger. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like you shouldn't have a healthy body image. You're fucking fat, and no, you don't have big bones. No, you probably don't have a thyroid condition, and if you do, you caused it. Like lose some fucking weight, yeah. like, you know. Like yeah. it's, and I'm not, and I, I don't use terms like fat shaming, but I'm like, look, I'm overweight, and it's okay. It's not, it's not good. It's not healthy. No. But when I no. look in the mirror, I have a very, I have a very uh, specific perspective on my who both you are my and weight what's and my gone. health. Yeah. My my dick looks minuscule next to my fat fucking stomach. <laughs> like it's. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd have to I'd have to have a 30 pound cock to match my gut oh my goodness I, I do not just which is a good thing because I don't think women want to have sex with me if I had a 30 pound cock and there we go with the, the aspect of things that he says <laughs> that no one was expecting I'm just saying, like, saying well look when you look in the mirror let's be honest the, the second thing you look at is your cock 
I don't have a full body mirror. I don't have to, that issue. And, and I don't think Mandy looks at her cock in the mirror. Oh, no. I was looking at you specifically, but anyway, you look at my cock in the mirror. Sweet. My, my point. My point <laughs> is, uh, that you, you, like, it's okay to. You shouldn't hate yourself because you're fat, but you shouldn't be looking in the mirror telling yourself that you're beautiful. Like, no. Like, you, like we're we're overweight. Like, we're we're gonna die young. Like, mm-hmm. it's or my, maybe not die young, but we're not gonna die like super old. Well, uh, and coming from my experience, you know, being over 300 pounds originally, um, it's like looking in the mirror, I didn't see it. You know, I honestly thought, you know, when I looked in the mirror, I saw myself being like in the 150s, 160s maybe, but never in the 350s, never, ever. And now that I'm down, you know, the weight, it's like I don't, I still feel like that 350 pound girl and I don't see that, you know, being 150s anymore, you know, so. But let's be honest, it's nice that the elevator doesn't creak when you get on it these days, right? Yeah, that's nice. I'm just, <laughs> that. I was, what does that mean? I'm just being honest. What does that mean, Mandy? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm treating you like you're one of the guys. I'm no, sorry. gosh. No, no, no. She, yeah. I yeah. don't, I don't care. I can roll with you guys. I'm good. She can chair. She's gonna when you get off. She's gonna cry to her. Um, her what did you call him? Her gigantic pillow. No, no, the guy. Uh, you were calling. No, she's the sugar mom of to her fella. Yeah. Oh, the man candy. Yeah, yeah the man candy. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's the one. The man candy. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, I'm just saying. I mean, I just I just found that video really fucking weird. And the person who sent it to me was Manny. He's like, dude, you have to see this. It's like unbelievable and i was like yeah it's pretty fucking weird now is it the video that's going around with a girl that's sitting there and just uh, like a bra on a couch or something um uh, she was at one point yeah like she does she does a fucking um like a like a web page like where where she you know poses and takes pictures and stuff yeah she, she says the, she's a model the video that i saw made it look like she was like a cam girl but she didn't show you I was going to use the word goodies, but that's not really how I describe what she with what she's got. Um, but yeah, she's she's got. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't, it's not clear what she does. But yeah, she seems to. Like, um, it, it's a, it, it might be like a video diary, or maybe there are like no. It's a it's a pay like, site. She said she makes okay. like six hundred dollars per uh, photo shoot she does for these people. And wow. what on- percentage of those people are like? Yeah, I want to look at some like, hey, fucking Hey, a lot of bitch. people. She gets a lot of hits. There is a lot of people, yep. Um, and on top of that, they are they have these people that they call feeders. Now, this is what I found really interesting. There, there are these people called feeders where... You have never done this much research in your fucking life. I know, I know, because I was interested in this. It was weird. Billy Pye comes on, you're like, who? No, like, I, this, this woman, you know her life story, you know her social security <laughs> number, no, I, hey, you know look, the length of her labia. Look, I even told, I, I, I asked Billy first if he was cool with us doing this, and he's like, hell yeah, I can roll with this. It's all right. So, um, But anyway, sh- these people are called feeders, but what they do is they they watch her, and then they send her money for food, and she takes pictures of herself eating the food that they paid for. <laughs> Wow. Really? I feel yes. like I'm legitimately gonna go throw wow. up at this moment. So here's my thing: is I like, feel like I'm getting physically <laughs> like like I've been eating too much just listening to this conversation. I know I feel diabetes. So going on. so why couldn't fat guys 
do the same thing. We can fucking get on there and model ourselves. Because I have like a sense of self-respect, <laughs> believe it or not. Model ourselves and no, have no, people no, send us food. That. I don't know. Oh my goodness. Like, look, send I, me a gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings. Look, if, if you pay me enough money, I'll jerk off on a camera. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not like taking videos of me eating. <laughs> 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 MHOG goes to the buffet. Mm. <laughs> and you, know what, you know what you guys aren't thinking about those. Uh, this is what's come out, and this is the fetish that you like seen on on there today. But what about the things that ha- we haven't discovered yet, or that we don't know other people are doing and stuff like that? Like, I know, can you imagine dude. what has yet to be discovered that people are out there doing? Uh, no, no, because the internet is a wide, wide place, and we in particular probably haven't discovered it. <laughs> but I guarantee you, son. Somebody out right there, out there right now, is fucking an alien. We yeah. don't know it, but ET is getting raped. <laughs> ET is desperately trying to phone home to get away from the. Like, from ouch! The ouch! Yeah. <laughs> He's being torn into Reese's pieces. Oh. Which someone, uh, I was listening to a podcast about a year ago, and somebody pointed out, and I've never thought about it, but it's Reese's Pieces. Right. But we all call it Reese's Pieces. I've never called it Reese's Pieces. Really? Yeah. Everybody yeah. I knew grew up yeah. called it Reese's Pieces. I don't know why. Because it rhymed, I guess. <laughs> but um, <laughs> can I, uh, is, are, you, are we done with that subject? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I mean, Billy, do you have anything to add to that or? I feel, but like I said, I just, I just from a health standpoint, it's like sad. The older I get, you know, it's just, it's all about health for me now. I'm just, yeah. you know, I go to the doctors and get fingers in my butt just to make sure everything's okay because I don't want to die. Yeah, I, I heard that. that. Yeah. I heard that, man. Um, and the sad thing is, the girl's like, she's only like 27 years old. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, like I said, there's all kinds of like lunatics on the internet. There's people that eat couches. There's, people eat yeah. shit. Uh, there's that stuffing um, out of mattresses. Yeah, there's like if you name it, some some lunatic has. I mean, look, we talked a couple of weeks ago about that woman that's like suing the government for the right to marry her son that she wants to get her pregnant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, that is weird. Um, yeah, but uh, I've been listening to this podcast uh, called Juicy Scoop and it's not normally something I'd listen to because it's mostly about this woman she's a comedian named Heather McDonald uh, she used to be on Chelsea Lately mm, okay. and uh, she uh, the show's mostly about her g- talking about her favorite like reality TV shows like Beverly Real Housewives and all that stuff um, but she told this story that I heard about from she did an interview uh, about her sister uh, basically, it's her family set up like she's one of five siblings, and two of them are deranged, to put it the least. And so it's like this ten-part series, and uh, that she did, uh, I guess, about a year ago, where she explains like the ins and outs of why she had to like file restraining orders against her siblings and stuff like that. It's pretty, pretty, uh, actually, really, really interesting. Uh, although there is a part of it towards the end where I'm just like. Like, shouldn't you have just, like, gotten rid of these people at this point? Like, this has been... Hey, you're talking about, like, like between 2002 and 2014. Like, you seems like you don't learn very well. But um, I, I only brought that up because she said something. Uh, she said this a couple of times in the course of me listening. Because uh, most of our audience is female or gay men. Um I really thought you were going to make some sort of comment about it. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but... Um, 
but she kept saying like I keep trying to tell you ladies like like big tits are out like that's that, that's not a thing anymore and and she said it like two or three times just in a couple of episodes I was listening listen to but I'm I, I I just uh yes ladies big tits out oh sorry I was, so, I was that's not what she meant I guess I I want to like write to this woman and be like I don't know if you know how this works. Uh, but big tits aren't a fashion statement. Like it's, it's again. It's we a, can't get rid of them. It's a biological no. function. Like for most people, anyway. Uh, well, like it's a function <laughs> on anyway. Uh, no, but I'm just like uh, number one. Like the big tits are never going to be out. Like there will always be a factor. <laughs> Why not? They well, should they be, out. Can be out. You know. They need to be out. They should be. I'm all for. I love these. I love these. Uh, uh, topless days where they're like, we're we're doing this because of the men that are trying to shut us down. I'm like, no dude is trying to. I mean, yeah, you in particular, people want to cover <laughs> up. Uh, but but in general, no men aren't for uh, women uh, covering up their tits. Yes. Um, but yes. um, but I was just like, you don't get to decide like what is in like as far as like breasts. I'm like, that's not like. Like, men are attracted to what they're attracted to. Like, it's not, like, there's no room where famous world leaders are like, hey, what's in these days, guys? Uh, socialism and small tits, right? <laughs> is, that what is that what we're going with? Hmm. I just thought it was interesting. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Hey, Billy, did you, I, I, I know um, you're, of course, we just said you're going to be at Frightmare. Um, so, did you get to see 31? Oh, I did see 31. I did. How was it? Oh, um, I mean, it, it was it was fun. I think there's a lot. It of, was uh, bad. It was bad. <laughs> there's a lot of loopholes, you know, plot holes and stuff. And you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I want to say that you know, I mean, I, if I go see a good movie, like I love The Witch, but uh, yep. Thirty One was just what it was. If it was something made in the eighties, it'd probably been like my favorite when I was a teenager. Wait, is this a prequel to the Jackie Robinson story? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> it should have been, um, but uh, it was just okay. Um, it was what it was. It, it was. I thought it was better than Lords of Salem, or at least I was inter- entertained more. You see, I, I've I, I never even looked at that movie. I haven't either. I I don't want to honestly. Well, you know, people compare my movie with that a lot. You know, I I get that a lot. You guys like you just have no clue how people say, "Hey, Rob Zombie's got a." I put it this way: if there's a clown on a meme. Yeah, or, or that ghost town in Las Vegas. I've been tagged in it like thousands of times. <laughs> if, it, if it says clown or fisting, I get tagged in it for some reason. <laughs> nice. Oh, this, this is a new Rob Zombie film. <laughs> yeah, it's called Thirty One. Yeah. Oh, okay. And there, there's a clown in it, and and that's why I asked him because I kept seeing, you know, people tag you and stuff about you know look at this, you know, look at that, and I was like, well, you know, I don't think it's gonna be the same movie, guys. No, they th- they say that he you know stole from me, but it's like I always say, as I go well. I saw a, a, a House of a Thousand Corpses and thought like Sid Haig was awesome as yes. Captain Spaulding. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. I took a real approach to a clown, and that's what yeah. I did Circus of the Dead. So I just don't uh, – it's like, you know, did I borrow influence from him? Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think he got any influence from me at all. He's been doing that a long time. Right. But I think I have the better movie. I mean, he had $6 million to make his. I had 100000 So, you know, judge at the end of the day, but I, I'm really proud about where my movie stacks up against right. it. That's for sure. Well, let's be honest; you both stole from Bozo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did uh, did you happen to see the movie Clown? Yes. Is that any good? That's totally different. Uh, it's kind of like you know what it reminded me of is like they stole that. Uh, it reminds me of that um, 
Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode. <laughs> Remember when they put on the clown wig and it fused with them and it turned them into a clown? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's basically what the movie was. Right. Uh, what turned me off on it, there was a, a scene where they had like a cheesy rubber hand come down a slide. And if you give me some really bad effects and stuff, I just start, you know, it just yeah. kind of loses me a little bit. So that's where I was on that one. That was a totally different kind of movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew I knew it was a different movie. I was just curious if you if, if you liked it or what whatnot because that's, that's some of the only... Okay, I like Stitches. Uh, Stitches was a lot of fun, but, I mean, it was, you know, it's a B movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stitches, yeah. it was a lot of fun. I mean, I thought there were some funny things, making balloon animals out of somebody's intestines and stuff, you know. <laughs> well, I actually have a question for you. Yes. When you're writing, have you ever come up with anything, like, so wild that it even scares you? Well... Yes, and in, in, in a sexual way, like Circus of the Dead is really bad that way. Like some of the stuff that Popcorn does and says, um, it scares me that way, but not the heebie-jeebies. It takes a lot to scare me. I'm more scared about getting robbed in the parking lot, you know, yeah. <laughs> or something. I'm yeah. not. I'm not afraid of like you know. Uh, I don't believe in anything. I don't believe in ghosts and aliens and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, so yeah, I just think other than that. So are you just gonna let ET get raped? Yeah, well, I'm just saying. I'm the only thing that scares me that comes out of my mind is just some of the bad thoughts I have. Yeah. And and when you do get a chance to see this movie, you'll understand what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm excited to see it. Like, the weird thing is, like, it's not. It's we can sit here and tell you it's bad. It is bad, but you'll find yourself laughing. Yeah. You know, it's very dark. It's a dark comedy almost. <laughs> I, or rom- or would you say a romantic? I think it's I think it's a yeah I think it's a romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. a with a little blood splash and makeup here. That's all. Well, that's what mm-hmm. I said about the dragon technique, you guys. Like that, um, the head scene there is it's it's already one thing that he presents this guy's uh, yeah. wife, right? So then it's like, what do you do to take it one step further? That's what I always do. Just and, take it things a step further. And boy, did you ever! Yeah, I took it further. <laughs> <laughs> that so that stands up in those conventions and applaud during that scene and stuff. Yeah, man. Like, that, like I said, that that's the scene that I will not say anything about because I want everybody to be blown away by it. But that one, that's was, when they get up and walk out. Yeah, a lot of people were like, "What the fuck?" Totally. <laughs> it was it was fantastic. <laughs> I, I was like, "Is that what I think it is?" Yes. <laughs> and then but from there's, there's rhyme and reason to it now. See, is like Noodle Dome. You know, Ryan Clapp. Yeah. Um. Now, you know, in real life, he's the sweetest, most gentle person oh, in the world. He's a great I, I dude. Him, yeah, I made him retarded as a clown. Um, but he takes women's bodies and makes uh, different things out of them. And that head that Popcorn ends up using is he turned it into a thing that we call, and he gives them new names. He called her Penelope. And he took a vagina out of somebody else and sewed it into this other guy's wife's mouth. Sewed this vagina in there. So that's why he made an actual working sex toy called Penelope. Well, it's yes. nice to see somebody's making women useful. Yeah. <laughs> That's one, you ass. No, totally kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> yeah, dude. Look at his whole workshop. He's got, I mean, there's like Weddy Winnie that they made a fountain out of. And then there's like the swan who's like a uh, ballerina on a turnstile. And then there's like Marionette who's like this puppet with all the different kind of nationalities of women made. And he just does weird things, and there's like penny cushion, which is like a pin cushion that he sticks all his pin and sewing needles in. Yeah. There's so much detail in there that nobody will ever even see, probably in the movie. But we did we did our research on the backstories, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, you now, got a big you, big storm um, coming. Do you ever uh, like research real events for inspiration at all? You know, when I was younger, I was really into uh, being as old as I am. You know, 
you didn't have as many cable channels and stuff. And anytime 60 Minutes come on and it was talking about Gacy or, you know, Dahmer and all that stuff, I always watched that stuff as a kid and it freaked me out. And I think that's why I kind of got into this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I try not to, I, I'll watch shows and stuff like that. I'm not a big reader because I think I'm illiterate, but um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate the, the lengthy books. But if it's something I'm interested in, I'll read it. But uh, I'll watch documentaries and stuff. Um, Circus of the Dead actually was the whole thing come about with. I did a haunted house with clowns in it, and I said, "Okay, well, if I was going to make a movie about clowns, how do I make it where it's serious?" And of course, you got to go back to John Wayne Gacy, and that's where it basically started from. So I started with a quote from John Wayne Gacy, even in the movie. Um, Okay. Yeah, and that's kind of where I just based everything off. What if he was this, and what if he had some friends that were clowns, and what if they were like this? And that's where the whole thing come from. Oh, okay, awesome. But instead of them just being like funny ha ha clowns, they're just kind of regular people whose day job just happens to be a clown. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where the 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 neatness of it comes into because it's like if you run into Papa Corn played by Bill Oberst Jr. in the circus, he's that clown you expect to meet. Right now, if you meet him in his his thing like Jed did, you know, playing <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> they didn't go over so good inside his uh, makeup room. So yeah, fucking asshole, Brandon got what he deserved. We he really we really beat the shit out of Jed too in both movies. So that's he's funny. a trooper. He's a great actor too. He's a great actor. He's down here in West Texas too, full time. So he could, uh, if he snuck out of here too, he'd probably get some good roles too. Because he's he's a great actor. Yeah, so he's telling us. I, w- I was asking him where he was from, and he said he lives in Odessa too. So there's the the movies filmed here is I think there was Circus of the Dead and um, Circus of the Dead. <laughs> uh, don't don't forget, you guys filmed what was it? I think he said y'all filmed Dollboy in an abandoned uh, mall. No, an abandoned uh, Gibson's, which was turned into a. Uh, a Tejano flea market. Yeah, wow. he, he he said it was the funniest thing. Is like they said they were gonna tear it down, so y'all like broke walls and did all kind of shit. And then like a few months later, they decided to turn it into something else. And he's like, "Holy yeah. shit!" I walked through these halls bleeding. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> what was funnier is we we told uh, one of the because my boss owned that building, and uh, another real estate person took some people up there on uh, during the week while we were we only filmed on the weekends, Friday nights, Saturdays, and Sundays. And we for, they forgot to tell that other guy. And he showed up, and there was this uh, kid undressing room where they had all these stripped, bloody kids' clothes and hair and <laughs> shoes and stuff. They, they called the police. And, oh, uh, did they really? Yeah, but that goes back to being my hometown. One of the police officers that showed up said, "Oh no, no, no! This is Billy's up here filming. Billy's filming on the weekends." They go, "Oh, Billy, we should have figured." So, That's funny, man. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> but the initial thoughts that went through the mind at that given point in time you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah can you see them as they walked in and like what the fuck is going on here yeah with Japanese businessmen too with them supposedly so they probably really freaked out because it really looked like a scene out of a I don't know if you've seen doll boy it's online but uh oh, we yeah. had like this uh shoe uh you know like those old beaded neck or beaded uh doorways you know yeah. we had beads we had baby shoes and stuff and kids shoes all tied <laughs> up to make that make it <laughs> so a kid's curtain and stuff and then scalps and all kinds of weird stuff and toys and record players and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Mandy, if you're interested in seeing the movie Doll Boy, which is, uh, I yeah, guess... Yeah, it's just a short. It's only like 20 minutes. It's worth yeah. watching. I did that in 09 now. Don't judge the quality because Circus of the Oh, Dead. no. I saw the... I, I have seen the clip for it, and I'm excited to see that as well. Good, good. Okay. I promise. Yes. I, I tell you... No, and I also really liked um, your... Um, your trailer with the, you know, the clowns, and you can only see their feet coming out of their, you know... Oh, the trailer, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, that was amazing. Yep, yep. Yeah, Bill, Bill definitely has a vision of his stuff, and it's it's really awesome. 
which it's I transform on said um like I, I you know what you know what I think happened is I always think about this stuff now and I think my brain's getting worse the older I get and maybe I'm <laughs> dying or something but uh like I was thinking like when I was younger in my early 20s I did a lot of full contact fighting I was really into kung fu and all this kind of stuff as a kid and uh, I remember getting all these concussions and stuff like that and I think you guys really like that's what's going on. I think I have some like frontal lobe damage and stuff, and that's why I'm thinking and see the thing. I know it sounds crazy, but uh, no, dude, know, I got lisa lobe damage. Management. Yeah, and I really think that that's what's going on with me, and it just makes the other side of my brain just really good, and the other side of my brain just completely shut down. Mm. <laughs> so I'm damaged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that with my right hand. I call it creative. No. Creative, damaged, it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're a product. You know, they say Tarantino rips off things and, you know, Rob Zombie, all this stuff. See, I don't buy it. It's like we're just a product of our DNA. I mean, you can't do even going to play music. I mean, if you listen to anybody else's music for any amount of time, you're it innately goes into you. It's the DNA. Oh, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. People need to get over that shit. Now, a complete ripoff is one thing. Um, you know, but what are you going to do? All they want is remakes anyway nowadays, so. Uh, yeah, that shit kills me. That's what they always ask. They said, what remake would you do? I, I would like to take the worst movies, like people just hate and it was never popular and redo those. I would love mm-hmm. to see you redo Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> that didn't even sound fun. <laughs> 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 that doesn't sound too fun on that one. Come on, man. You said worst people, the worst movies that people hate. Uh, some pretty bad movies, maybe even worse than that one. Well, you know it'd be a good <laughs> one, too. About the title, that's supposed to be bad. What is it? I said you can tell by Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, that's supposed to be kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of. Oh, yeah. it's it's. Oh, yeah. You know, that's one of, um, what the fuck's his name's first movies. Um, he played Batman. Uh, no, not Keaton. He, play, West. he played the worst Batman. Val Kilmer? No. <laughs> the worst oh, Batman movie. George Batman, Clooney. George Clooney, yeah. Batman and Ronnie. That was his first movie. It was Attack of the Killer Val Tomatoes Kilmer Part 2. worse than George Clooney. No, I yeah, meant the worst I, Batman I movie, though. Clooney from uh, Facts of Life is all I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was it? Was I think that was actually before he did Facts of Life. It was the first thing he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you sure? Because Facts of Life. Well, uh, dude, Attack of Kill Tomatoes too is old. He was he was in one of the later seasons, possibly. You know. Yeah, but how many people's got their start with horror movies? Oh, even like Peter Jackson, you know. I mean, yeah, a lot of people, Guillermo del Toro, all of them just horror movies. So I'm hoping that's what happens to me. If I had my way, I'd be doing one of the Star Wars coming up someday. So that would be my dream come true. It'd be my dream come mm-hmm. true that you did a Star Wars movie because I would fucking shit a brick. If you got to do one, yes. You'd be getting a letter for a free t-shirt. Yeah, definitely. I'd be like, dude, look, you could keep the t-shirt. Just let me come stand on the set for a few minutes. That's all I want. Yeah, you, Wayne, you can come and be my uh, uh, feeder. That, I'll be your feeder. <laughs> Shit, he'll do that now if you really yeah, want. Yeah, if you really want, Bill, I'll come over there and feed you now, man. I'm cool with that. You know, feed, I could feed myself, but you come wipe my ass. would be all right. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm good with that. I got some gloves. It's cool. A wiper. I'm the wiper. <laughs> He's used to bathing animals as it is. That's the that's the sequel to Mr. Fister, The Wiper. The Wiper. No, it'll be a, a Sister Fister. Sister Fister. Nice. And it'll use the Sister Sister theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Bill, you got, you make sure you, you te- uh, tell everybody where to go find your stuff. Um, you know, you can find me. Just go to Google and type in Bloody Bill. And you'll find me. 
and it'll go all over. I mean, you can go look at, on at the Ponderosa. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can go to, you can go to Facebook and look up the Circus of the Dead stuff too. And uh, if you want to look at the trailers and stuff, they're all on there. And and hopefully, man, I'm hoping next time I do your show, the dang uh, things out, <laughs> we can say, hey, go rent it, and go watch it. Fuck but, yeah, uh, dude! Look, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, look, and hopefully, like I said, if we uh, get set up at Frightmare, man, we definitely. So you got your table. Not yet, not yet. Okay, okay you're going to try to, though. Yeah, okay. I'm going to try to talk to him and see what I can do and uh, probably get us a, a little table somewhere around there. Um, but if we do set up like that, we definitely got to have you come over to the table and do maybe an interview at the table and, you know, Absolutely. bullshit around, yeah. you know. We had some out. other friends that were out there, too, that did a podcast. Uh, theirs was about smoking cigars with them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, right? think I, I think I saw the picture of you guys by the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon and uh, Brandon. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, fucking asshole, Brandon. Yeah, um, but they're nice guys, and they gave us a bunch of cigars and stuff like that. And hell, that was a lot of fun. So y'all need to bring something to smoke too, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you, no problem. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll definitely have Kyle with us. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't like to share though. Uh, he might, he might. I mean, it is Billy. He's all right with that. Yeah, I'm all right. Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So thanks again, Bill, for coming on. Uh, I mean, you know. I will plug this movie until it comes out, and I'll plug it after it comes out. Yeah, and I want to hear you. You know, uh, uh, the other people's. You know, they haven't seen it yet on your crew. You know, their thoughts about it too and stuff. So yeah, for oh, sure. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Sure. Um. So, but again, man, thanks for coming back on. And yeah. uh, like I said, we're we're trying to get as many of the cast on the show as possible. So we're working on that. Well, just let me know if you're ever missing somebody. I'll give a call and yell at them. We'll do. We'll do. Uh, Mandy, thanks for coming back on the show. Yes, thanks for having me. You know, coming back, maybe you can do this again in like the next six months. No, well, sooner than that, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> no, you never thanks me. I, I'm about, you know what? I was about to turn around no, and say no, you thank you, no, you to fuck lightning. You lie, lying motherfucker. <laughs> I was not. You lying piece of shit. Mr. 30 pound cock himself sitting next to me. How dare you? <laughs> anyway. Thanks, everybody, for joining us, and uh, I was your host, Wayne. I'm Adam. I'm Mandy Maggot. And, of course, you know, Billy Pond. And oh, I'm Bloody Bill. <laughs> and remember, <laughs> boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it,
What up, everybody? It's Razor. This is Fear. And MDI. And we are Fifth Cast, the premier show of the FYFC Podcast Network. We like to talk. Hell, we'll talk about anything. World events and personal stories. Technology and pop culture. And once even, porn. Seriously, that's a thing. Google it. New episodes are available every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Also, subscribe to the video podcast on youtube.com slash FYFC podcasts. Okay, then. That's it. Get the fuck 